Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lada, what do you got? We all love our pets around here, even Kaplan. I'm not going to give him heat for it, but he did tell us last week that he was not aware that Frenchies get stolen a lot. And I'm like, I, I don't know no how you idea. did not know that. But anyways, the newest victim was Snoop Dogg. He posted on Instagram on Sunday saying that his Frenchie bulldog, Frank, had gone missing in South L.A. Of course, he's a huge celebrity, so he had a bunch of people helping him out. 50 Cent also asked his fans for help. Frank, the Frenchie bulldog, is now back with Snoop Dogg. And I'm like, oh, that's so great. Because as we know, not many people have that happy ending. So, guys, take care of your Frenchies if you guys have them because they are a hot commodity. And don't be Kaplan trying to, you know, sell it for $50,000. I didn't try to sell the dog. I mean, just to be clear, I just wanted to understand the market. You know, when the guy Mm. told me that Frenchies are the most stolen dogs... This was like, wait, what do you mean stolen dogs? People kidnap other people's dogs? That's the the meanest thing I've ever heard, other than, you know, other kidnapping. But my point is that I didn't know this. I didn't know there was an aftermarket for for Frenchies. And then I thought to myself, what could I get for this dog? I love the dog, but he snores like a mother. The dude has gas that just reeks up the whole house. And I love the dog. I love him. But, you know. If somebody wanted to give me a hundred grand for him, I mean, I, 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 I oh my god, I have to start considering that. <laughs> Come on, man! I got kids in college. It's like, yo, I'll give you a hundred grand for your Frenchie. I'm like, I love him, but I no, love but you, my then kid. you don't really love him. No, but I love my kids a, just like a little more. And by the way, not a lot, just a little, little, little bit more. Because yeah. I love this dog. Yeah, but hundred grand. You. I hope dogs really understand, so that way that one understands you. You think that dog looks at me like, you're thinking about selling me, aren't you? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, you're eight, man. If you were two, it'd be a different story. You know, it's kind of like a ball player. You get to the end of the career, you love him. You know, he's been such an important part of your franchise. But he's kind of older now, and he's almost done, so let's get rid of him. I mean, I'm trying to explain it to my dog that way. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you're love that dog. Yeah. Clearly. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, so real quick, we never got to the Jerry West story, which we'll get to at some point. But anyway, we were talking about who carries cash, right? And Laura's taking the calls. We'll get to the calls here in a second, right? Kaplan says he still carries cash. I don't really carry cash. Laura and Lindsay don't carry cash. All because Laura went to 7-Eleven, and the guy said the machines were out, so you got to pay cash. And Laura's like, nah, bro, I'm out. See you later. And like 10 people left. Um... So Morales is texting in saying that uh, you got to check out because there's these new Venmo IRS rules that hit this year. Um, Now, Lindsay, I'm reading the stories here, and it basically says that's only for business transactions. Correct? Yeah, it's business. Yeah, business transactions under $600. So like I was saying in our little group chat, like if I get my hair done and the girl does my hair, like let's say it's a side job or, you know, she doesn't. Or their income, or if I tipped her on Venmo, then if I use like 
if I say in the Venmo transaction, like for getting my hair done on this date, or if I use like certain emojis, like the haircutting emoji or whatever, that indicates that it's a business transaction. If you get audited, then they could make you pay taxes on that. So like, right. If it's a gift, then you can give a gift according to the IRS of up to $15,000 in a year per individual, 30,000 as a couple. But you see, there's a good example though of cash use. Okay. Because you're saying it's harder to track. Well, I mean, listen, Lindsay, I went and had my hair cut and colored last week, just to be clear. Posted it before and after on Instagram, just for any guys out there that just that feel like, you know, I can't really get my hair colored. That's not cool. But when I tell you that it's cool, it's cool. Okay, it's all right. I give my girl cash. The girl who cuts my hair. Straight cash, homie. Hook her up. I mean, it's it's similar to restaurants. Like I know a lot of people that work in like bartending or service industry that to this day, like they make a habit of tipping people in cash because they're like, Oh, then they don't have to report it, which at the end of the day, they're all, everyone that's doing that is breaking the law. To some they're under reporting their mm-hmm. tips. Right. Have you guys likely. seen, right. have you guys yes. seen, not these encouraging machines? that just saying it happens. Correct. Have you guys seen these machines yet in malls where you can put cash into the machine in exchange for a cryptocurrency? Have you guys seen those yet? No, I have not. No, I have oh, not. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's true. Because yep. just what Lindsay said. I believe it. If, yeah. if you're a waiter, a professional waiter, and you got $350 in cash, okay, but you really want to buy crypto, you can go to this, like, ATM machine, you put your cash in, you tell it what coin you want to buy, and it spits out, I guess, some sort of receipt, and now you've got crypto for real American cash. That you apparently can't use anywhere. Key word that Morales needs to like look at is what Lindsay just said, commercial. Because I freaked out. Like I pay certain things or transfer money to my mom or my brother through Zelle. And that's another one. Zelle, Cash App, and Venmo. They're all going through the same rules. Right. So we just have to make sure that our um like apps are not set to any commercial or anything like that business wise. And then you should be good. Because I freaked out when I read this article. So just letting y'all know. I can't believe, A, you went to buy something today. The computers were down. They suggested Mm -hmm. cash is the way you pay for it. You're like, I don't have any cash. And everybody who's in the line behind you is like, what? It's only cash? I'm out of here. They just lost a lot of sales. I mean, like, it's not like I didn't want to give them business. I just can't take it without paying for it. And I didn't have any cash. So, yeah, there you go. go. Cap, you haven't been to anything lately that isn't cashless? Like, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure I went to an event at Crypto.com Arena that was completely cashless. And there are signs everywhere that said, like, it was cashless. They don't accept cash. And they only you had to use your card or your phone. Yeah. No, I've seen that. And listen, but I'm up here in Mammoth right now. And I'm getting around by using a taxi service, not an Uber, not a Lyft, a legit old school taxi. And $20 in cash is is how you pay. They don't even have set up in the car like some sort of uh, card. You know, it's just cash. Yeah. 20 All bucks, right. Ca- dude. Camilo is in Boyle Heights. Camilo, who is uh, a friend of the program, generally hates what I have to say. But more times than not, when he actually calls, tends to agree with what I have to say. So I'm curious to see if he carries the cash. Hello, Camilo. Good afternoon, George. Cash only, bro. Cash yeah. only. Tell Listen, you, I'm in a, I'm a, I'm a chef by trade, uh, but now I'm in a, I'm in a business where um, it's predominantly cash. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always have cash on me, but also I've been in the service industry, like industry, like you guys are talking about with tipping. I only tip in cash when I when I order anything on Grubhub or Uber Eats. I always put a zero on uh, on uh, the the tip. 
and always put a note in there that there's going to be a cash tip. Always cash. Cash is king until it's not. Obviously, we're going away from it right now. I'm a charger season ticket holder, so I can't use cash up in SoFi. Um, there's lots of places around the, around the city that are like that. But we're in, uh, we're in a metropolis, right? We're in one of the capital cities of the world, right? Yeah. And so the technology is going to be here. But the majority, the majority of the country is, isn't like that. I was, at a, I was at a spot the other day that was uh, I went to get some food. And uh, it was like a walk-up spot, uh, and I went to order, and it was cash only. Hey, I mean, it was uh, card only, so I guess I'm going to go somewhere else. Because for me, I'm also, uh, I, was worked, I was in the military for 10 years, and I got out to get away from Big Brother. So I don't need anybody knowing that I'm buying a, a, a Slurpee. I don't need anybody knowing that I'm getting anything from anywhere if it's none of their business. So every uh, time you, you swipe that card, you're leaving a little trace of yourself. Yeah. For me, well, I mean, I, yeah, I, mean that. I mean, we also do that every time you're on your phone and you Google right. something. So there's that too. Right. But, yeah, you have a but you're right phone, about right? a couple. You're right though. Like one time, I went to this uh, uh, place where uh, you know you get massages, right? Yeah. And um, and I had no cash, and I put it on my card, and I was like, "What the hell am I doing? Why would I put this on a card? I don't need the whole world to know this. Not that anybody knew it other than me. But I'm like." I don't know why would I do this? This should doesn't I get seem ready right. With the Hundred bucks, mm. you know that's what it should. I should have had cash. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Big E tweets us says Las Señoras selling the danger dogs outside of Staples, aka crypto. Take Venmo, Zelle, or whatever as well. I did not know that. Is yes, that, they do. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm, they are. Okay. We need and this is a whole tangent. Sorry, but our street vendors need to go that way because they're getting robbed and they're getting their money taken. So if we can. Yeah. Yeah. Help them out there. Uh, a Schubert good. tweets good. and says, some of the taco trucks and uh, small uh, Asian places I like to go to only take cash. So you got to have backup I, cash yeah. uh, when you have cravings. So. I, there are there are cash-only places, like, yeah. you know, small yeah. little taco shop, and yeah. they're like cash-only. Yeah. All right, Josh in Highland Park. Josh, what do you got? You know, my father was a commodities broker. He only traded in gold, and I'll tell you this much. There's one last gold rush in this country, and it's cannabis. It ain't nobody got credit in the dispensary. Cash yeah, that's true. Only. Although, no, wait. I've been to a dispensary that does take debit cards. Yep. Yeah, yep, they all too. take debit used to, cards. It used to just be cash, but now a lot of them do take debit. Yeah. So, What do you think about that, well, Josh? Sorry, sorry Josh. But, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. You're going to the My wrong bad. dispensary, bro. You got to go to one with a debit card. There you go. Uh, you know, we probably enlightened him. Gelato Drew, speaking of dispensaries. What's up, Gelato? I mean, are you, yo, you yo. lighting one up right now? Are you too busy to talk to us? I mean, we were just talking about dispensaries, and it was like the perfect segue. You Let's ruined go, it. Pistachio Gelato. What do you got, man? Hey, I'm on. Yeah, you're no, on. bro. You're just talking to us because that's what we do. We talk to you all the just time. Call off me the off air. air, dude. We'll talk yeah. off air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Call, talk to me off air. Dude. That is so perfect. <laughs> he dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was busy. <laughs> he might have been sparking it up. There you go. Uh, Josh in North Hollywood. Hello, Josh. Josh. Yo. Is this Josh? Yes, sir. This is Jason, I mean, actually. No, I'm George. Oh, You're Josh, okay. I believe. Yeah. I'm Jason, actually, but I'm uh, 29. I carry cash just like the other guy. Cash is king. Um, I've been in the metro where people are slanging, like, Laker gear sometimes, and you only have cash to pay for it. My girlfriend likes to support uh, street vendors and 
yeah, some of them do accept Venmo, but a lot of them don't. I'm from the Valley. They don't accept Venmo that much. The people selling flowers on the corner don't sell Venmo. Don't use Venmo. <laughs> You're saying um, that, that there's no Venmo in the Valley? I'm just saying that street vendors in the Valley. No, like, I know. I I'm joking. Right of, like, of course. I understand <laughs> that there's Venmo in the Valley. Like, I'm saying the street there's vendors. Venmo, yes. But, yes. Um, yeah. but in general... Um, having cash is super convenient. Also, tipping people in cash is more convenient than putting it on the on the receipt because you know it's going to go straight to them versus. Um, oh no! I, I mean, it. It, the few times I have carried cash, um, when I'm when I usually it's a, going to a restaurant, right? Because I may have to park and pay for parking, blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there, in those situations, I generally will tip in cash too. I'm with you on that, David in LA. What? David, what do you got? Hello, David. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, guys, so. My dad is like, I just wanted to weigh in. My dad is like super old school, only cash at everything. And I'm like, dude, you got to go and pay with your card. And he's like, I can't. I only have an ATM card. I'm like, what do you mean an ATM card? He's like, yeah, I don't have a debit card. I'm like, it's the same thing. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's not. He's like, ATM, you can only go get money and pay like that. And I'm like, oh, dude, like you got you live under a rock or something? You got to step up with the time. Come on, puppy. That yeah. is so great. Yeah. ATM and debit. Totally different experiences, man. No, Dad, it's okay. Thank you, buddy. It's all Appreciate right. It. Yeah. You can do that. Get I disagree that, that, like, cash is more convenient because for me, Okay, how about, can we save it for the other it. side? Can we save it for the other side? Let, let's yeah. do that on the other side. Plus, we'll get to Jerry West's gripe uh, with the Lakers. Uh, he has another one. We'll get to that in a moment. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Suave, suave. Yeah. This is like, uh, I've said this before, this is the uh, white people Spanish anthem. This is the white people Spanish anthem? Yeah. Everybody knows this song. Yep, everybody. It don't matter. It don't matter if you're white, Asian, black, obviously Hispanic. If you Everybody knows this song, man. If you're Hispanic and you don't know this song, I'm going to take your card away. Suavemente, man. Well, I can only say this, that as the white guy here, when I hear this song, it does make me shake my shoulders in one direction and shoulders. my hips in another. Yeah. And I'm getting down right now. Like I can. And you can't. Well, I know a lot of people have been kind of busting my chops a little bit on social media because Lindsay Baseball instigated like a true provocateur. She compared my dance moves to those of LSU head football coach Brian Kelly. Oh, yes. Who now uses those dance moves in recruiting videos in <laughs> humiliating fashion, by the way. And I loved Andrew Whitworth yesterday of the Rams, an LSU alum who seemed completely humiliated by the dance video of the LSU football coach. So... <laughs> 
I mean, it was a very, it, like I said on, on Twitter, it looks like the way that you would dance. It looks like something you would do. I really can't believe a 60 something year old guy thinks that doing like this Uma Thurman uh, kind of cover your eyes with your peace sign like that. Who what kid is going to look that look at that and go, I got to go to LSU because I want to dance with that coach. That was really, really bad looking. And Lindsay, I mean, Nick Saban did a video. Got there was a viral video a couple of years ago of him dancing at some party that for some recruit. So it's not the first time I've seen it. Yeah, but I mean, the way this guy is like no, he dances like way super worse. Stage no, no, too, no. and like yeah, and really he also weird. dances way worse than Nick Saban. Really uh, so weird. Lindsay, what were you going to say about Cash? You're very anti-Cash, and you were like. Uh, you were going to uh, defend the honor of digital currency. Well, no, it's, it's not that I'm anti-cash because, like I said in our group text, I have like cash like hidden places that it would probably take me an entire day to find it. But it's Same. because I do that on purpose because it's for emergencies only. But I, like the guy that said it was more convenient, I don't think it's more convenient because well, I don't know about you guys, but like when you pay for something in cash and then you get change back, it's like, well, what am I going to do with this? Like, a the jingle change, like the coins. And then B, like the bills, like, what am I going to do with this? Like, it just, it just doesn't, I don't know. Like, what do you do with the change? Well, I think when he meant convenient, now I may be misreading it, it just in the sense of like, not as trackable. Sure. But I just think that's kind of like, we're, we're in the world of like, everything we do is trackable. So for somebody to think that just because they don't, they use cash instead of card to pay for things that like, you know, their their information is more like private or whatever. I, I just think that's kind of silly because you have phones. You have the phone. Everything you do is on your phone. Well, this all started with Laura going to try and buy something today. Her being told that yeah. their computers are down so she can't pay with her debit card. Them saying the only way to pay is cash and everybody in the store leaving like, oh, well. I, I, so and I can't buy this because yeah. I don't have yeah. any cash. They were like sitting there. They literally went like, ah, oh, no mames. And they moved on. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> <laughs> he learned. He can't say the actual thing. I can't say the actual <laughs> word, but I feel like everyone kind of like, you know, who knows, this. knows yes. what that means. Yes, yes, yes. No mames, man. I like this. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Interesting how many people are calling, though, today saying that they do carry cash. Well, there's people that say they aren't, but let's continue with the conversation here. And then I uh, here real quick on Jerry West. Let's just do yeah, this and then we'll get back it. to the let's calls. Let's do it. So Jerry West um, is upset with the Lakers. He did a story with Sam Amick. And in that story, it was revealed in The Athletic that um, he told the story about, like the story that's making the rounds, is that he told the story about how he lost his season tickets, um, you know, from the Lakers, okay, um, that – the rescinded his lifelong season tickets uh, that Dr. Buss promised him. Um, and they didn't have the quote unquote courtesy to make a phone call. According to him, he says it was a cold phone text to my wife. West said no one had the nerve to call me, but that's how petty they are. Okay. And I love the Lakers. Okay. I love to see them do well. It's great for basketball. I'm proud of everything that happened when I was there. I'm proud of everything that happened when I wasn't there, the positives. But sometimes you feel like you're discarded like a piece of trash, and there's a couple of people over there, not Jeannie, but there's a couple of people over there that uh, I don't get it. I don't. I always had a great relationship with Jeannie. At least I thought I did. I don't know where it is now. Um, when asked <sighs> if, the, uh, if there was any potential type of interested, you know, interest in reconciliation, he said, no, it's too late. It's too late. I don't need to do that. I really don't. 
It's just bothersome how people change so much, and I don't understand it. It's fine. It's fine. He actually even went as far as to say, like, you know, part of me wishes maybe I had played for another team because they would have respected me more. Um, look, it's a bad breakup. Like, it is. It's a bad breakup, and it's definitely one of those things that he is very sour about, um, so much so that he went to the rival, or the little brother, whatever you want to call it, um, and he's there now in a role that he felt like he should have had with the Lakers, which is like a uh, consultant role, which he had previously with the Warriors. And, I, I mean, I, I get both, I get his side of it. I don't understand the, the ticket part. I guess I get the ticket part when he's yeah, working for the Clippers. I get it. Like, right. that part I get. But you probably should pick up the phone and call him, right? Like, yeah, I mean, look, wife, it, it, it would have been a nice courtesy, frankly, for whomever to pick up the phone and call him and go, hey, Jerry, look, you know, listen, man. We love you. You know what you mean to the organization, obviously, okay? But the fact of the matter is this. You work for the Clippers, which means you're trying to do everything you can to beat the Lakers, okay? Right. We don't really like that, if you want to know the truth, okay? And so as a result, we don't think that right now, while you're consulting to the Clippers, that we need to honor these tickets. So... I mean, I get it. Like, the, the instant reaction is, how dare the Lakers organization, you know? Like, how dare they do this to the logo? But, you, dude, you work for the Clippers. Your job is to try and make the Clippers a championship team. Now, he might look at it and go, well, you could hire me in the same capacity. He, yeah, that's what but, he wanted back then, yes. Well, yeah. you know, George, look, um, I don't know why Jerry decided to take this time to to air out this dirty laundry i really don't um but again i personally if i worked for the lakers if i were in the in the executive level of the lakers and i were looking at these two tickets to every game i'd be like dude we're not making any money off this and they belong to jerry west who works for the clippers do we really have to honor this yeah, no, I get I, I don't I don't have a problem with them taking away his tickets if he's working for the the team that share they share a building with. I, I again, could we could always handle things a little differently, I would say. I I'm in agreement with that. Hey, real quick before we get to the calls, it is Super Week. 710 ESPN has your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour, not just during our show, during Mason and Ireland and Travis and Sleewa as well. When you hear the Super Sounder, which every hour during the local shows will happen, uh, be caller 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game, the 710 Super Ticket Giveaway for your championship radio station right here, 710 ESPN. All right, let's go to the phones. Um, we're getting a lot of uh, tweets and texts here about uh, no memes. Yeah, uh, you can steal that. Feel free. It's all yours. Antonio in Southgate. Hello, Antonio. Hey, how's it going? I was just calling because uh, I wanted to kind of support um, – Kaplan because he was uh, you guys were kind of giving him a little bit of like crap I guess for not carrying cash or for being the guy that carries cash and I'm kind of like that guy that always carried cash so I use cash a lot for buying food on the buying food food from the street and I guess it's just kind of easier like for some things and to avoid like the hassle like at restaurants when you're in like in big groups like, yeah, and that's split it up on it, cash instead of having to go with with cards and blah blah blah. It's right? called Venmo Cash Up Zell. I don't know. Oh, damn, girl! <laughs> I'm just saying, it's oh, not that hard. Yeah, no, I guess as we got old, as I got older, I kind of realized, like, yeah, like now we got like more money. Like one person can kind of put like the whole bill on one card, 
and then like we'll figure it out after you know but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. i guess when we were younger we didn't have that much money maybe. no i i definitely yeah i would agree with you when how much cash money. you carrying on you at one time on average on average i like to pull out a hundred bucks like from the yeah. bank and just have it yeah 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 hundred dollars yeah it's hundred dollars five twenties it's in my wallet i've got i've got cash i'm with you dude that's too much nick nick is up next nick what's up i just want to give a shout out to kaplan he's out in the he's out in mammoth right now and i own a sporting goods shop in bishop california max sporting goods and when people come in if they spend cash it's better for the business because if you spend if you use your credit card they charge you a fee. So if Kaplan wants to come in here and he wants to spend cash, he wants to spend credit card, he can even bring <laughs> his crypto. Come on down and we'll take it. But honest, right. honest to God, if you cut the cash is good for the okay. business because, uh, you know, it's cash. Okay. Right. Yeah. Nick, cash, we got it. We? Thank you, pal. Nick and Bishop, who has a sporting goods store. Cap, go take care of the man. Alex in L.A. Alex has a combo. He's going combo. Hello, Alex. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for hey. having me again online. Yeah. On the, oh, um, so I got to say combo because I got to agree with Lindsay on the fact that it's a little bit more convenient on the change part. And I actually try to be responsible and have a credit card that I use for gas to get mileages for flights. Yeah. I have a credit yeah. card that I use specifically for online shopping that I get 3% back on. Right. And then I even use another one for restaurants because I get 2% back on restaurants. So I interchange those three to take advantage of the point system but i do agree that it's actually kind of a lot of more i found out or finding more a lot of places do like cash only so i do like to carry about 40 bucks on me in case that place is a cash only or i take advantage of using cash um for example for the fee purposes if i'm buying like something real cheap i have to buy more than eight dollars to avoid the fees for the business I give them cash to avoid that kind of a situation. All right, fair and, enough. Uh, just want to help you give a shout-out to the Rams. I went to the Cardinals game. I went to the Niners game. If there's a will, there's a way. I will try to make it to the Super Bowl uh, as well. So, Good job, go Rams, man. baby. Cash. Dude, well, you're going to need a lot of cash. That's you need right. a lot just of bring, cash. Bring a brick of cash, and <laughs> yeah. you will be able to buy your way yeah. into the Super Bowl. Yeah. You just need cash. Yeah. Hey, real quick, don't forget – 710 ESPN has your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Speaking of that game, keep listening each hour that we're doing a show. Us, Mason in Ireland, Travis and Sliwa for the Super Sounder. When you hear it, be caller 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game. 710 ESPN, your super ticket giveaway from your championship radio station, 710 ESPN. And by the way, you know, spoiler alert, it happens in the commercial breaks. All right? Speaking of... Commercial breaks. We got one coming up, two and a half minutes, and then Radio Tinder, everyone's favorite segment in the 5 o'clock hour is next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, Lanes, what do you got? All right, so I think I sent this to all you guys, so you should have seen it by now. But there's a viral video making the rounds this week showing a massive fist fight breaking out at a Pennsylvania buffet. The fight took place at a Golden Corral restaurant this past weekend. A former employee told reporters that he heard the fight started because the buffet ran out of steak. And the video circulating online shows the crowded restaurant erupting into violence, including punches being thrown, people getting tackled, and at least one thrown high chair. Local police said that over 40 people were involved in this fight, and they're investigating who started it as the perpetrator may be facing assault charges. So Maybe. have you made, well, I guess they got to try and figure out who, who it was first. There's a lot going on in this video. Have you guys ever been in or witnessed a fight in a public place? Swipe left or swipe right, <laughs> Cap. <laughs> I mean, come on. So obviously I'm going to swipe right because I've been to way too many Raider football games where I've seen a lot of fighting. But even when I was a kid, George, when the Dolphins used to host the Jets in the Orange Bowl, I would have binoculars in the cheap seats because there were fights all over the place, and I was watching the fights rather than the game. Fights in public places. I have a question. Who are you people? Airports, ball games, restaurants. Who are you people that will get into a fight in a public place like this? And the videos, they go crazy viral. And then we all make fun of you. So I've never been in one. I would always try and avoid it, but I've seen it many times. Um, I've seen a million fights in my life, dude. Like, <laughs> um, you know, growing up, probably way too many, to be honest with you. Um, Have you ever been in any? Yes. And not, a, not fun. Well, sometimes it's fun. Um, you know, when I was a kid, you know, but like not fun in general when you're the one, you know, you don't win every fight. OK. And I certainly didn't. I lost way more than I won. Um, so um, not not fun. But as an adult, no, like as a grown ass man with children, I have not gotten into a fight, nor do I plan on getting into a no, fight, to be honest. Definitely not. Especially yeah. in a restaurant, that video, it's like people are throwing those. You know those like high chairs for kids, those plastic No, that's ridiculous. Chairs? Yes. Dude, yeah, they're picking up tables and throwing them at people. Yeah. I, oh I, my god. I'll give you an example. I actually saw a fight. I was a kid, okay? I I was already like driving. So I was probably like 16 or 17. We had um some friends who had um season tickets to uh football games, right? Uh, when I was a kid, it was Miami. So it was the Dolphins game. And they were playing the Jets, which is a big rivalry for them. And my buddy and I, it was easily like 16, 17 years old because we went together, just me and him. And they gave us the tickets. I'm like, yo, let's go. So we went and we get there early to watch warm ups or whatever. We're sitting in like the upper deck or whatever. And there are these two guys, okay, both Jet fans, two guys. Um, who start talking to each other. And one is seated like in the section below us, and the other one is seated one section, or not one section, one row b below him, right? So we're above them. And all of a sudden, it goes from, 
talking to loud talking and then i he and i were having a conversation my buddy and i and i look i'm like oh this is getting this is getting testy and the guy from the bottom row grabbed the guy from the top row above him from the shirt right at the neckline pulled him down and punched him and i was like whoa and then all of a sudden blood splat everywhere and i was like and i was like bro Thank God the blood didn't get on us, but it was splattered all over the place. Like, it was crazy. And this was like 90 minutes before kickoff. So, yes, I've seen plenty of fights, but you mentioned football. That one stuck out to me. So swipe right, yes. I did. Um, I, I experienced some of that blood splatter situation myself. I won't get too into it, but I beat up this boy once in the cafeteria <laughs> in high school, like during lunch. Ooh, you have and story. I broke his mm. nose, and he was like, I turned around and I was like laughing at him as we were getting hauled away by the police. And he was like, it's ketchup. I'm not bleeding. It's ketchup. And I was like, okay, right. It's ketchup. Whatever. It was pretty funny. It was like Kurt Schilling that you hit. Who knew? Why did you beat this guy up? Oh, that's another story for another day. Did he fight back? Kind of. Yeah, he tried to. I poured chocolate milk over him. And then he turned around and tried to slug me in the face. And that's when I punched him and I broke his nose. And then... It was kind of like a mini food fight, but then the police came and broke it up. And did he transfer schools after that? Like he could never go back to school again? Because No, but I'm I'm pretty sure that he still, get, like people still tease him about it to this day because I still have friends that I haven't seen, you know, in high school for 20 years or whatever. Yo, and like they hey, remind remember me that time dude, you beat I, up Steve? Yeah. I, grew up, mm-hmm. I grew up around girls who could fight, dude. So I, oh, that's yeah, I not surprising fight. to me at all. Like, I, you know, like, I've seen some girls whoop some ass, like, you know, and beat like, I played thousands, soccer. I played soccer and I had a temper. So, you know, mm. I tried to alleviate a lot of it with soccer. Uh, but anyway. All right. What's next? All right. So Elon Musk is asking McDonald's to accept the meme coin Dogecoin oh, as a legitimate no. form of payment for burgers and fries. And he's going to give them some publicity if they agree to do it. He said he tweeted, quote, I will eat a Happy Meal on TV if McDonald's accepts Dogecoin. So his offer came after McDonald's repeatedly engaged with crypto community on social media recently. Uh, Last week, they responded to a Twitter user who claimed that he would eat at the fast food chain more often if they did accept Dogecoin. Do you guys think that McDonald's or any other like major corporations are going to start to accept Dogecoin and other cryptocurrencies for everyday food and retail purchases. Uh, I'm going to swipe left because the Dogecoin part is ridiculous. Like, I know there are people that believe in the dog coin. It's not, it's no, it's not like that. Like, don't waste your time on that stuff. I understand the network effects and all that. And if someone got it and created something real from it, uh, you know, created a real infrastructure, sure. But that's a long ways away. How about we focus on things that actually have like actual, um, like the actual ability to create um, real a real expansion of the way we view digital assets. And that's not one of them. So I'm going to swipe left. But I would imagine the other stuff may be down the road. I'm going to swipe right and say this. Um, okay, we don't take cash. We only take cards. Okay, you're a young kid, and you happen to have some Bitcoin, and you want to buy a Big Mac. I got to find a way to take your money. And if I have to accept Bitcoin because that's what you walk around with, I'll take your Bitcoin. By the way, just a side note here. There's a TV commercial running right now for McDonald's where they take a sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin, and they put a hash brown in it, and they and you actually buy it so that way. So gross. 
Dude, most people buy the sausage egg and yeah, cheese they put, they, they, well, it's like four. It's like four little pieces of a hash brown, right? Like I've said, no, no, I've, it's the full hash brown, the full, oh. the full oval hash underneath brown. the patty of the of the meat. It's it goes in it goes between cheese, the patties of the uh, of the sandwich. of the English muffins. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they they're doing that with their burgers too. They're putting like chicken nuggets in there too, I think, or something. They made know, like a whole menu called like the like the hack because everyone on TikTok, the whole thing is like going to these fast food places like Starbucks or whatever and coming up with these menu hacks and these like secret menu items. So not right. it's all a, is, like it's all a ripoff from like right. In and Out, you know? Right. They're just trying to like advertise well, it and be like, oh, we got these secret menu yeah. hacks. Well, listen, a sausage egg and cheese McMuffin and a hash brown, you take the hash brown, you put it on the sausage egg and cheese McMuffin. Now they've saved you about two seconds in your day where you don't have to put the hash brown on the sausage egg and cheese McMuffin. And let me tell you something. It looked damn good. Now I'm I'm working on a diet, George. I'm I'm working on starting to get back on the road running. I'm trying to get back to fighting weight. You can't have commercials like that, McDonald's, because I may break quickly. There you go. All right. What's next, Linz? All right. Um, there we go. The Denver Broncos re- released a statement from the Pat Bowen Trust today, announcing that the team is officially for sale, along with a statement from team president Joe Ellis. The team hopes to have the sale completed in time to start the 2022 season. So no swiping on this question, but if you guys could buy any pro sports franchise, which one would you buy? Oh, easy. The Lakers. Like if they were for sale and I had them and I was like, you know, yeah, money's not an object, you know, multi-billionaire. Like, you know, if I'm if I'm Steve Jobs or, you know, Steve Jobs is not alive, but you know, someone like that where I'm some tech billionaire. Yeah, I would try to buy the Lakers. I mean, she probably wouldn't sell to me, but that to me is is I mean, the Lakers are arguably the most profitable or or most I guess what's the Valuable? they have the highest valuation mm-hmm. of any professional sports team in uh in in America. Yeah, well, you know, this story about the Broncos, there's a lot of rumors that Jeff Bezos will buy the Broncos cuz the NFL owners would try and recruit a guy like that. Yeah. And he would pay kind of like a, what Steve Ballmer did for the Clippers, where he said, I'll just give you $2 billion. And they went, okay, sold. He would do $4 billion for the Broncos, which every NFL owner would love to have that happen because then all of a sudden everybody's franchise is worth over $4 billion. Right. If I could buy any franchise, though, I'll tell you, Linz, I'm kind of a little torn between the New York Yankees and the Dallas Cowboys because I'm not thinking about my heart. I'm thinking about my wallet. Yeah, I mean, they also have very high valuations. The Yankees, the Cowboys, the Lakers, they're, like, all probably in, like, the top five, like, if you co- in American sports. I would have to think, though, in this scenario, I would have enough money to where it's not going to matter that much if I buy a team where, like, like the Indians, I'd probably buy the Indians because they're so poorly ran, and, like, the, the fans deserve better, and they just completely suck as owners. So I'd buy the Indians <laughs> because I know I'd still make a ton of money off of the team, and then I would also be able to fix it. So that's probably what I would do. Right. You'd have it fixed immediately. I'm sure that you'd be I in would. the World Series, like, right away. Yeah. I would. Listen, I that's mean, maybe I'd buy, like, a Liga team. MX team, you know, like Monterrey or something, or, like, Tigres. Not a bad call. Oh, right. that yeah. one's good. They make so hey, much t- cash. T- yeah. Tijuana has a great stadium. I don't know if you guys yeah. have ever Don't been Mateos. down there. So yeah. different sport. But. I would right. totally do that if I, I, I mean, you don't even have to be a billionaire to, to get involved with those, you know, with one of those teams. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Lindsay, like, well, let's do it. Let's Lindsay, invest. Well, we don't have, we don't have that kind of, we, we still have to be millionaires. And I don't got there. money like that girl. Yeah. <laughs> but, wait, we're not there either, but Lindsay, so. just so you know, yeah. just so you know, all these people who buy these teams all think the same thing that you think. No, I no, no. I can fix it. 
the Dolans, when they, first of all, their dad owned the team. And right. when their dad passed away, they could have easily sold it. But they were like, wow, we're making, you know, the team is worth this much. We'd no, make billions. No, those things are like huge estate assets. Like, yeah, yeah they, don't go, they, they don't give them up very easily once they're in no, a family. But when, they don't but when care about the team. team. But when somebody buys a team, like, like look at this guy in Sacramento with the Kings. Vivek, George, I say his last name. Yeah. That guy legitimately thinks he knows something about basketball. Doesn't. But thinks he does, had the money, bought the team, look what he's done with it. All right. Right. They're not very good, though. Nope. That's my point. Yeah. Well, All the right. Indians owner officially admitted that, like, they're not able to compete and they're not trying to win. He, like, downright said that. So yeah. that's my point. Okay. Well, we're done. Radio Tinder's over. Coming up next, the Raiders made a move, and it doesn't seem to be a popular one. We'll get to that next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'm Rick James. You know what? I can't say the word because Laura's going to dump it. Mm-hmm. Beep. Laura got her finger on that dumb button, man. She's quick with that dumb button. With you two, I got to be. <laughs> no memes, man. <laughs> one curses, the other one's TMI all the damn time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that is a good description. George might drop an F-bomb, and Kaplan might just have a little too much detail. So, yeah, quick trigger finger on the dump button. I don't think I've ever dropped an F-bomb, have I? Uh, I came close really, once. You really came close, with- man. I did drop that, I think. Yeah. I came but- close once. You have dropped stuff. I mean, on the off the air, I talk like that all the time, mm-hmm. though. That's the thing. It's a Latino thing. Yo, can yeah. we end the show today at 6 rather than 7? Is that doable? Is that something no. we can do? Why? What? what do you have to do? Well, just saw my uh, girlfriend on social media sending out this picture of her in a hot tub, which is literally about 12 stairs down there, from where that. I'm broadcasting right here. And I'm thinking to myself, she's, she's in the hot tub. Oh, there's the TMI sound. Yeah. Oh, is that TMI? Yeah. Um, it's not like total TMI. There's nothing wrong because with wanting to. Because we stopped him. I felt like he was going to keep going if I didn't play no. that sound. Maybe maybe what I can do is maybe at the commercial break I can why don't move you just, all my why equipment. Why don't you go live from the hot tub? Yeah. yeah may, I'm going to see if I can move all my equipment. Bro, you're going to break the, the equipment. Tub. All of a sudden you're going to electrocute you and your girlfriend. What if I go onto the Comrex mobile app and go get in the hot tub, have a glass of wine, watch the sunset, and take a look at the mountains. The sunset's already gone. Go for oh. it, Cap. Oh, what it's time already is dark. It? Oh, gosh darn it. All right, forget it. I'll stay. You can go for it. I, I mean, if I you want to be... go, I mean, go. Yeah, I just yeah. looked outside. It's freaking dark out, man. I didn't even know him. Locked myself in my own room here. Created my own studio, you know? Yeah. Oh, wow, oh, wow. You're, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're a mammoth. Wow. Like, you're going to go in the hot tub in an hour anyway. What's one more hour, you know? Yeah, you, you yeah. know, you're like, you, you know. You're you're like a less self-aware John Ireland in that regard. Go in the hot tub. I probably could have done it. I probably could have done it with my phone and my Well, but you don't think we would have heard like the bubbling of the hot tub? And it would actually been a funny like I would be funny, yeah. I mean I've I went live from the hot tub once and it was actually quite funny because people, you know, well, people's comments aren't funny, but you know. 
We'll work it out for Y'all tomorrow. Y'all have so much luxury because, you know, your girl has to be in the studio. <laughs> well, your boy have to be in the studio. No, no, but you home. Yeah, that's kind of uh, true. So Beto Duran just texted me. Adios, Cap. I'm ready. I got the mobile app right here if you need that last hour. <laughs> Beto wants to make some money, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm hey, telling you, we you don't mean, sleep. You mean to tell me Beto's not busy working? He's not climbing to the top of SoFi Stadium? He's not out playing golf? He's not somewhere like nah, where he's kids listening. playing he's high school He's probably coming ball? back. He's probably coming back from something, but he heard that there's an hour available, and he's willing to take the cash. I understand. I do. I got it. Yeah. All right, so. better. Well, my legs are sore. You know what I mean. So maybe I could, maybe I go get a little hot tub in. Yeah. Um. <laughs> my man. So anyhow, uh, Josh McDaniel got hired yeah. as the Raiders head coach. Mm-hmm. And you know, I want to give him credit for one thing, and then I also want to kind of call him out for another. Mm-hmm. So I want to give him credit because he talked about, and I know Lindsay, you know, you and I talked about this earlier today, and you were kind of like, whatever. You kind of rolled your eyes at him. When he said that, you know, I, I obviously I was a coach, a head coach before with the Broncos, and it didn't go so well. And the biggest problem was I wasn't a good people person, which honestly I think you have to be, right? And I think like that's the big difference between the guys like Sean McVay now, right, and Matt Lafleur, and and these younger guys. They understand with the players at least, for the most part, you know, it's it's a partnership where it's not this dictator coach that we're used to, particularly in football, right? Um, so McDaniel's kind of learned that, Hey, I'm, I can't try to be Bill Belichick when I'm not Bill Belichick, you know? Well, and, and it only works for guys like Bill Belichick and Nick Saban to this day, you know, the, the Bobby Knight era of how you coach players is long gone. Right. For sure. So he talks about that. So I want to give him credit for that kind of being self-aware, unlike you. Um, and, but he also wanted to go in the hot tub. That's all. But he also, (laughs) yes, but he also was asked. Or he also mentioned how it's important to have trust and, and loyalty. And, you know, no Raider players showed up to his press conference. He talked glowingly about Derek Carr, which I thought was smart because, you know, the players clearly liked Basaccia. They all, you know, caped for him. And, you know, Derek Carr, they all seemed to like him too, or for the most part, right? That seems to be the case. He was – him and Basaccia were great leaders yeah, during a really I think so. I think tumultuous so. time. Mm-hmm. But here's where he kind of got, got me where, like, wait, bro. You can't be talking about loyalty and trust, and you're out here, and I know you're kind of kidding, but you got asked about the tuck rule, and you're like, no, nah, it was a fumble. <laughs> Bro, you just left New England five minutes ago, and now you're, you're talking about loyalty and trust? Right. Listen, I got to try and ingratiate myself into the Raider Nation, so I'm immediately telling you. You know, fumble. No, you're a snake, bro. I'd 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 I'd, I'd, ra- I'd respect you more if you said, "Nah, bro, we came out on the right end that way." You know, well, you, hopefully, you know, you I'll just, coach to the point where we don't have to worry about that stuff. You just called him a snake, and that's an interesting thing to say. Was he born in the year of the snake, like me? Well, I don't know. That's a good question. We would Let have to look out. that up. Yeah. Um, but the thing about Josh McDaniels is this, and and I wonder how Raider. Uh-oh, maybe he did get into the hot tub. Oh, I thought it was me for a second. <laughs> he just cut out. Maybe he dropped them. Uh, he did get in the hot I think he tub. did that on purpose. <laughs> I think he did that on purpose. He wants to get in the hot tub. I'm not buying this for one mother bleeping second. <laughs> he wanted to get in the hot tub. He's, He's disconnected. He's I checked scheming. the Comrex. He's Uh-oh. disconnected. Man, this dude. Dirty guy. 
This he did dude, just by call the way, Josh, snake. Josh McDaniels a dragon, 1976. Woo, dragons. Yeah. So. But Cap I think Cap is full of crap. Cap, I you so Lindsay just texted him, Cap, you dropped. Do you think he's still talking? No, um, he knowing has to him, know. uh, knowing him, yes. Yeah, However, no, he absolutely is was, still talking. Yeah, yeah if I, this was done on purpose, and now he's maybe seen not. The texts, and he, yeah, and then he's like, "All right, now I'm really gone." <laughs> they know I'm gone. Well, he so. hasn't responded, which is kind of weird because he's the first one to be like, "I can't hear what is I happening." I don't know what, what happened. What is going on? I can't yeah. hear. Oh, now Bantho just texted me the, the a picture of the Comrex app. He's, <laughs> He's really, hey, really loud. He knows what's up. He's like, I'm hey, ready, listen, man. I'll have Beto jump on right now. Beto, be ready. Stay ready. You don't have to Comrex get ready. Five, bro. No. <laughs> he just sent me the same picture. Comrex field. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, Lindsay, why are you anti Josh McDaniel? Why are you rolling your eyes? You, you don't think he can grow from an experience? I think people can grow and change. I just think that him like admitting well, it didn't work for me when I was in Denver because I wasn't a people person. Like, yeah. especially when you worked with Tim Tebow, how do you not make that work? He's like the nicest guy in the world. Well, maybe he was mean to everyone else. All right, listen, we'll find out if Kaplan actually left us for the hot tub next. <laughs> 